this mutual friend. Skrunk <laughs> is coming back. I gotta know, do y'all still talk to this mutual friend? No. Oh, no. thank God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion sometimes. This episode of Summer Sessions, you've got just me and Haran, but not just us. We've got two brand new guests to the podcast, Rahul and Sachi. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves real quick to the podcast? Rahul, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Rahul. Uh, I met uh, the guys through a mutual friend, Anuj, uh, when they moved up to Northern Virginia, which is where I'm at. Uh, I play ball with, with Christian Haran before Haran so ceremoniously left us <laughs> uh, to move to the West Coast. Um, but yeah, like, I ball with Christian all the time. Uh, and yeah, that's how I know the boys. Very nice. I'm Sachi. I am Raul's girlfriend. I am living in Oklahoma, but uh, I got to meet Christian and I'm now getting to meet Ron. And so <laughs> um, I'm just excited to be here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. While we're on the topic of uh, introductions, I wanted, I think it's an interesting story how Rahul and Anuj met, our mutual friend, um, through another mutual friend, if, I, if I'm correct. Um, it's kind of a crazy so story. Mutual so, friends. Yeah, we got mutual friends in, in high places. But uh, <laughs> you want to just do a, a quick little run through of like how you two like got to be friends? I don't know if like you and I have different definitions of crazy or like I just don't remember the exact moment that this <laughs> happened. But like I remember the first time I met Anuj was um, he was in Northern Virginia for his internship, mm-hmm. and uh, his. Uh, like one of his childhood best friends is dating one of my best mm-hmm. friends, Guhan. Mm-hmm. And so Guhan and I were going to go ball. And this was like right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. It was right around the time of the pandemic. And I remember that for a particular reason. So keep going. Oh yeah. Well, he was like, hey, you want to go ball? And I was like down. And then we just like showed up at this random like neighborhood park mm-hmm. and Anuj was there. And I was like, Oh, hello and then like that's how we first met and that was Mm -hmm. the first time we met and then like second time we met which i think was more funny was when like guhan went to me here in anuja's house Mm -hmm. for like a like a pre-game party post-game situation Mm -hmm. and then came back like militantly dead (laughs) like this man was certifiably just like lacking a pulse uh and so like that was, I was like, okay, like now I haven't even met like a new, obviously like I went to college with me here. I was like, mm-hmm. this apartment is like a big no go for me, like scared <laughs> of the apartment. And then like, I met them the next day. So that's, that's like how I got to know a But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's crazy that you guys have like really good friends from like opposite, opposite sides of that relationship. Yeah. That's, um, cause for sure. you went to Duke, correct? For yes. undergrad. And Sachi went to UNC. Yes, Chapel Hill. Insane. Was there tension? Was there tension all the time? <laughs> there can't uh, there be tension when I know more about UNC basketball than she does. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> all right, so I, I think it's... But nice. also, he was a UNC Chapel Hill basketball fan before he went to Duke. Oh. So is he really... Is he really... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to like choose my words carefully because this is like actually going to be public information. <laughs> but like 
Like, okay, right. so like Duke, Duke's like a, a, a private school, right? And so mm-hmm. you've got kids coming from all across the country to Duke, mm-hmm. right? So when Duke inevitably like flubs it in the tournament, right? Yeah. All of these students get to be like, oh yeah, like my hometown school is Michigan. Like, let's go Michigan. <laughs> yeah. My hometown school is UNC, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's my go-to. And so like, I feel like it's only fair. Like I have to have my backup team because at least to this day, Duke has consistently disappointed with every year except my freshman year. So Haran would know a lot about that. Um yeah. Haran, Wait, like what? I know uh not about no. I'm talking about just like sports. Like I think this is a this is a common thing that we shit on Haran a lot for in the podcast is that he's a fan of a lot of sports teams. Hmm. Um, <laughs> like we've heard Haran talk about so he always says like his primary teams are the Knicks and the Wizards. But Mans is always pulling up like, hey, yo, man, like two years ago was like, hey, yo, the Nuggets. And then it was like. Uh, the Nuggets were like four, like four years ago. Four years ago. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Sure. Like lots of the Blazers. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. No, um, that is true. I, I am, I'm a fickle fan when it comes to he's American a homie sports. But to be fair, all the teams I choose for the most part never win or have not won anything significant in the last like 15, 20 years. So I'm a curse wherever I go. Besides the Nuggets. So shout out to the Nuggets. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it. Yeah. But I, I think it is crazy to to be a fan of both Duke and UNC, though. That is, I mean, like I know I know it just happened by chance to you, which is, but yeah. it's, it's still kind of nuts. Um, I mean, like you guys know this about me. Like I, I'm a fan of the game before I'm a fan of the sports, mm-hmm. like like the actual teams, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's fair. I I scream at Christian on the daily when we play <laughs> basketball. Like, Wait, I just, is, like he, I, is he not a good player of the game? No, no, no. We're both bad. Like we just both <laughs> accepted the fact that we're both bad. Yeah. It's just I get annoyed when he's extra bad and then he's mm. nice enough to not get annoyed with me when I'm extra mm. bad. So it's it's really a personality diff more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. I don't know. I think Rahul's just ultra competitive. It's a little scary sometimes how competitive he can be. I've seen him play basketball and not too competitive, I feel like. Or just like kind of fucking around. I don't know. I, 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 I think I've seen, I've seen both sides. I've seen both sides. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe he's following. The duality. I think like, maybe I, he just follows the, the vibe of the game. <laughs> and if it's getting more intense, then he'll lock in. Mm-hmm. But. Like, I, like, like, or like, realistically, though, like when, when you and I played ball, like when I was getting to know you, I wasn't going to be like, yes, let me be my true, authentic <laughs> exactly. kind of dirtbag self that's very fair. That's very about fair. this. Exactly. Um, That's why I actually left. I left because I was scared of. I saw. I saw the demise, and I was like, "I got to get out. I got to get out." Reasonable, reasonable, reasonable. Yeah, (laughs) understandable. But yeah, going back to this uh, blue blood rivalry, uh, (laughs) I'm assuming you guys didn't meet during college, but maybe you did. I don't know the story. Um, So if you could enlighten us a little bit on, I mean, my knowledge is that you guys have been together for quite a while. So tell as much or as little as you want to to fill in the details. I'll, I'll let you take it. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> um, A loving where, couple. Where to begin? <laughs> um, okay. So Rahul is in the grade ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So when we were in high school together, um, he was in 10th grade when I was in 9th grade. And he had mm-hmm. joined the school that we went to um, in North Carolina. Mm when he was in 10th grade and I had come from the middle school to the high school in ninth grade. Mm. Um, so I was in his mind, I was just the Indian girl in the grade below 
Okay. He was just the Indian guy in the grade above. Um, so relevant context, we went to like a school where each class was like a hundred ish kids okay. and it was like a private school hmm. and it wasn't the most ethnically diverse. Hmm. Chapel Hill school. you said, right? Sorry? Chapel Durham. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, like being, being Indian was like a, a standout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Continue. No, that's fine. That's good context. So, so yeah, so that was, that was the initial impression that he mm. and I had of each other. Um, over time, you know, he was taking those advanced classes. I was mm-hmm. also taking a few of those advanced classes and I ended up meeting one of his friends in one of the advanced math classes that I was taking, even though I had no business being in advanced math. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, that's kind of how I, officially met Rahul was just through a Mm -hmm. mutual friend of ours. Um, And over time, he and I got to be a lot closer. We became basically best friends. Mm. Um, And in my junior year and his senior year, um, that friendship really grew. Mm. Um, And we had a similar free period. So we would spend lots of time together during a free period. Um, And truthfully, I mean, I was never the girl that um, was uh, the stereotypically attractive girl in high school. No one really, (laughs) no one really paid attention to me, (laughs) which was okay. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, I was very, and still am, I was very studious and Mm. very focused on my dance and other opportunities that I was really, um, passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just thought that he was a friendly Indian guy and wanted to spend time with the only other Indian girl. Mm -hmm. And so I was quite naive in that sense. And so, um, that was kind of the, the beginnings. Um, funnily enough, uh, he was also on the debate team. I was not on the debate team, uh, much to my parents' chagrin. And (laughs) so they really wanted me to be on debate and I am not that kind of person. Um, and so I was like, fine, I'll just do original oratory, which was like, not really debate. It's just something where, for anyone who doesn't know what original oratory or OO is, uh, is basically an event where you write a speech for a certain period of time. I don't even know how long you orate the speech for, um, but you were supposedly memorized, Mm -hmm. and you orate that speech, Mm -hmm. um, and then you are judged by a panel, and you go through multiple events. Well, I was, of course, terrible at it because I wrote it two weeks prior and didn't memorize it. I went just to appease my parents. Um, and that's where I got to actually get to know Rahul quite well. Um, and he was flirting with me the whole time. And I had no clue. I had no idea he was flirting with me, not because he did a terrible job. Wait, oh no, is that good? I don't know. Wait, 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 no. My finesse went crazy. (laughs) He did do a good job. I looking fantastic. He does. He does. He, he was very smooth. I was just not very smooth and it's Mm. completely my fault. Um, but you know, he took my phone and was texting people from my phone. He offered his jacket to me. He, he, I mean, he did all of the things that you should do. And Mm -hmm. I was just too, Oh, this guy is so friendly. (laughs) So yeah, exactly. I was like, what a stand up man. I'm very nice. Um, and so, um, that he actually ended up winning that tournament. 
um, in hey, his Leslie. event. Um, and later on, he called me his lucky charm, which I thought was the mm. cutest thing in the world. And he still calls me his lucky charm, which, Aww. I mean, is very sweet. Um, and ever since then, we continue to grow our relationship until around prom wait, season. Wait, 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 Oh, oh, did I miss it? Drama. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. This is how, this is how I won the first time, right? Like everything like that happened, it happened, right? But mm-hmm. at the end of the night, she bought me dinner. Hey. And you know what? He's been buying me dinner ever since. So, really <laughs> so I lost in the end, but that day I won, and I will remember that. Fair mm-hmm, enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so then that's true. I bought him Mo's for dinner that night. Oh. Oh. So, what a class meal! What a first class Mo's Monday. Correct. And so that was that was. Um, I don't. I wouldn't call that our first date. That was just <laughs> our first foray into our friendship, mm-hmm. officially. Um, Rahul, do you want to do you want to pick up where I've left off? Um, uh, sure, people. I will endeavor to do it justice. <laughs> um, so the other part of this that she tells doesn't tell about the story that makes me look like a dick uh, um, <laughs> is that like uh, like the debate team is like the debate team right mm-hmm. and you you can kind of make your own assumptions about the type of people who are yeah. who are like who do debate right right and so for me like I did debate and like I, I wouldn't say I was good I was decent but I was like competitive he was very good he was very I was like competitive good. so like mm-hmm. that aligned with like the good people on the team right mm-hmm. but I was also like really loud and really talkative and so mm-hmm. it's like okay cool like all the like newer people and, like, all, like, the younger people would be like, okay, like, Rahul's the easy one to talk to. Mm. So, like, I would be the one at, like, you know, these events. It was, like, between events or whatever. Like, I'd just be, like, talking to everyone. Like, I'd, like, literally just, like, running laps around the circle. Just, like, making sure I talked to everyone. Um, and so, like, the running joke was that, like, the debate team was going to go to prom together. And so, like. Oh, like as you do. Yeah. Right, <laughs> like, again, like you think about the kids who are on debate yeah, and like yeah. it, it, the, the pieces make sense. Yeah. But then so like the thing was, like, oh, yeah, there was like a couple of girls and they were like, oh, yeah, like Rahul, which one of us are you going to take? And like me being me, I was like, all of you, obviously. And hey. so <laughs> like that's that's like where like the, the initial part of this starts was like, oh, oh yeah, like there was this whole like running joke of how I was like going to take like four, like four girls to prom. Oh, yes. He was going to um, rent out a limo. That's right. Yeah. He, he said he would rent out a limo for all of the, the whole group, like the posse basically and you have like all these girls with him and and that was Crazy. his, that was his big yes <laughs> correct yeah anyways uh so now that i so he fully... very kindly invited me to this oh um, oh so one more, you know, to make it five to make an even number of girls actually yeah, yeah. yeah. right 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 yeah it can't be off balance um but so he was very sweet in the sense that oh like you're not really part of the main debate team but you know come join us like this you're, you're part of this conversation too basically yeah okay so i was like yeah like me being the ever gentleman i am was like yo you trying to be number five like <laughs> you know me being the absolute gentleman anyways so um and obviously like in that situation like yes i was flirting but like you know it was kind of like harmless flirting it was all right cool mm-hmm. like you know this is just like what it is like i'm not gonna like yeah. read into it yeah right? it was so harmless um, i didn't even realize it that's correct. how harmless it was um, <laughs> and then so you know uh this was like in october and then prom season starts to roll around like march april of the following mm-hmm. year um 
and like during that period of time, like we didn't like talk too much, right? Like we'd hang out every so often, but like we didn't really speak or like hang out too, too much hmm. uh, in that time frame. And then th- there are a lot, like I'm like realizing this, like how we met story makes me look like an absolute like cunt every time. I tell <laughs> it. But like the other thing that's like kind of messed up about this is like when I was thinking about who I wanted to actually go to prom with, the friend that introduced us was the one I wanted to go with. Mm. I don't know if you should say um, that. She knows. Like, this is, it's not news. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but anyways, like, look, listen, I, I'm going to throw it out there. Anywho. But so point being, that did not work out. And that's its whole other piece. Yeah, for the um, better. For the better. For the best, obviously. God works mysterious ways. But uh, anyways, so me and my infinite wisdom after going through that drama with, with like, my friends that way mm-hmm. was like, okay, cool. I, like... 75% of my friend group has like dates to prom. I need to figure this out. And so I just like stumbled into Soch like in the, like, like our school had like a center like building that was like the library. There was like a school store for snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I stumbled into this in like uh, the store and my, to this day, don't understand how this worked line went something to the effect of like, yo, you were like number six on my list and I promise I'll ask you later, but will you go to prom with me? Like that's verbatim. Oh. I think what I said. What? <laughs> yeah. And, Interesting. Yeah. And she, like, it was like, so like, you remember how you were like number five, like, or like, would you like to go to prom with me? And I was like, and I, and I told her, I was like, I promise I'll ask you like the right way later. But like, just wanted I just to confirm. Like, ask, you know, like, you know, it's this like, mm-hmm. I want to fall on my face type type deal after okay. I go all in. That's bold and to ask. So, usually, like, at least in our school, like, we usually would ask, like, a friend of the girl to oh, talk to her. If I had any semblance of social tact, I would have, but I don't. <laughs> no, but I mean, so respect. it was like, And remember, you know, we hadn't really talked much in between yeah. all of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, all of that happens. Um, and then, so, she was, like, and, and I think, like, out of, like, dumbfoundedness, she just said yes. <laughs> Um, like, I don't think she had, like, fully processed, like, what I had asked and what she okay. agreed to. No, and I, I'm going to quote myself. I said, you're a bitch, but yes. Yeah. Because, like, like I, I think said that's... before, like I said before, I wasn't that girl that people were chasing after. So I was like, I really want to go to prom, and if I can go with a boy, then, like, that's already a win for me. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, high school, high school is a strange time. I wouldn't recommend living that <laughs> life like that. <laughs> yeah. But then anyways, this this is when I actually start to become less of a a douchebag here. Uh the way that I the, the, the way that I asked her to prom was now I just look like a nerd at this point. Um so I was on I was captain of science the team, senior year. Um and like our chemistry teacher basically gave me like free reign of like the chemicals closet. Uh, hey, wait, what? Wait, 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 That sounds unsafe. That sounds like... <laughs> Absolutely. He was on Science Olympiad. Bro, this is like some Breaking Bad shit, bro? What the fuck? Not only was he a debate star, he also was in Science Olympiad. Yes, so I was oh my Giga God. Chad nerd was, in high school. Like, did you no have free time? But yeah, do you have any time? <laughs> he had yeah. so much free time. It yeah. baffles Dude, like, me still. Like, a lot of our friends who went to the same high school, like, they complain about how their junior and senior year, like, they were going to bed late. I was going to bed at, like, nine. And I was playing sports throughout college. Oh, you play sports, too? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's yeah, on the list anywho. here. Don't worry. <laughs> anywho, so, so point being, like, uh, 
all that happens. Um, and so basically what I did was I crafted out of aluminum foil, like the letters prom question mark. And then I filled them each with different like salts and every salt has like a, a periodic, like the elements were like, like potassium, sodium, they all yeah. burn different colors. Right. Right. And so I basically like lit all of them on fire. And so it spelled prom on yeah. fire in five different colors. That's yeah. pretty and sick. obviously I was like, I'm the shit. I did that. And then I knew she was going to say yes. So there was like not a lot of nerves here, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nerves yeah. and fire don't go well together. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that definitely works, um, worked, worked well. And again, me and my infinite wisdom decided that the friend who introduced us, who I initially wanted to go with was going to be the one to help me figure this out because I'm petty like that. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so that, that's how that happened. That's that's how I asked her to uh, ask her prom. Uh, and so yeah, that's what that looked like. Nice. And then I will let her tell the story of how I bigly, bigly fumbled the bag at prom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, this wait, it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, I know. I'm so so then, so then, we after after he uh, asked me to prom in the student store. Mm-hmm. Two days later, he gets my number from that same friend <laughs> and and then texts me and says, hey, since we're going to prom together, I figure we should probably talk and get to know each other. And I was like, this is reasonable. So we continue to actually have a friendship. Um, and, and he and I, we really hit it off. Not just like the, the flirting and stuff from, from the debate tournament that previous October was aside from from Mm -hmm. our relationship um, that we had developed in just a short few weeks. Um, He had asked me to prom about a month before prom um, Mm -hmm. was, was about to happen. And so um, we really got to know each other in those, in those few weeks. He, um, he was a total gentleman and, you know, he would uh, like buy me coffee sometimes if we had like a, a study period together around the same time. Um, and, and I would do the same for him. Um, we were really, really good friends and we had a really easy time becoming friends. Um, we would tell each other things that we really hadn't shared with other people, definitely not in the short amount of time that we were, um, you know, having this friendship mm-hmm. of ours. Mm-hmm. And so, um, later on he messages me and tells me, Hey, uh, so there's this girl I like. Oh. My dumbass, I didn't know he was talking about me. Uh, <laughs> I so I thought, you know, he's talking about this mutual friend. This <laughs> girl keeps Wait, coming back. I got a note. Do y'all still talk to this mutual friend? No. Oh, no. thank God. All right. <laughs> no. Stuff got messy. It wasn't worth it. Oh, really? I couldn't yeah, have guessed. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was messy. It wasn't for related us. to this. It wasn't related it, to this. No, us. no, no, no. It was I, the messiness sure. wasn't related to us. Um, I believe that, so, but yeah. Sorry, continue. No, that's totally fine. Um, but just for for the sake of anonymity, you know, we just we'll leave it. Yeah, at yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. But but um. And I remember where I was when I sent that text because, like, yeah. I was like risky. Yep. Risky, but yeah. potential payoff very high. <laughs> well, and then when so I get the response when she says someone wait, else's wait, wait, name, wait, wait, wait. I literally guy, banged my head against the wall. <laughs> like I was in my like in my little like my parents like den upstairs, and I literally just remember like walking into like 
<laughs> the, like the closet just being like there's no shot this just happened <laughs> i really thought it was i really thought it was this other girl and i was like surely like we're just friends we're just talking i mean like it's whatever no <laughs> um and then he basically had to spell it out that like no actually this person i'm talking about is actually the person i am talking to mm. i.e it is you that i like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was like Oh, <laughs> it really, it just like that had never happened to me in my life where someone had that kind of like a, a crush on me. I, I, and if they did, yeah. I had no concept of yeah. that either. So, yeah. so again, such a busy person. I really, as like a high school student who was so scared that I wouldn't get into college, I was just mm. so hyper-focused. So, mm. um, I never really even entertained that thought because I never thought it was even possible. Um, Nevertheless, I was like, well, that's very nice. Um, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I really just, I was like, I just don't think that's a good idea. We'll just, yeah. I, I really appreciate you being honest with me. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, this is going to ruin everything. I was really scared because I don't want to lose him as a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to complicate anything. I'm in my junior year. I'm getting ready to take the SAT. This is like this big exam in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I really didn't, you know, didn't want to get distracted or, or anything. And so I, um, neatly packaged that sweet comment aside and I said thank you um, but I think we should just stay friends and he is such a kind person he says you know what that is totally fine I wouldn't want to lose you as a friend um, and he was a total gentleman about it and we continued to stay friends not nothing how I felt changed at the time. <laughs> of course not. I, I know I know I know <laughs> on my end nothing changed mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't treat him necessarily any differently mm. uh, I don't think at least um and we stayed friends. We went to prom together, stayed friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had, I had told myself, I said, okay, it's prom. Prom is a very special time. Mm-hmm. If, if, um, you know, we had this plan, me and a bunch of girls and their dates, we were going to go to IHOP afterwards. Um, cause mm-hmm. that's like the place that was open kind of near the venue that we were at. Um, we were at the Nasher art museum for anyone that knows where that is. Um, so that's a super special place for Rahul and I, um, but the, we were going to go to the IHOP in, in Durham. Um, and I was like, you know what, if, if Rahul comes back to IHOP with us, I'll drop him off at the after party. He's going to go to afterwards with his friends. Cause they were all seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go home. Like I'm totally fine with that. That way I get to hang out with my friends. I get to drop him off cause he, um, didn't have a ride accommodation at that time. And mm-hmm. then I'll just go home and it'll be a really, really fun night. Really wonderful. He was really adamant on going straight to this after party and not coming to IHOP with my girlfriends and their dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really insistent. I was like, you know what? Like, you should, you should definitely come. You should definitely come to IHOP and then I'll drop you off and it'll be super cool. You get to do everything and it'll be really fun. Um, because this resolution that I had made was I was going to kiss him mm-hmm. if he came with us. But if, if he wasn't going to come with us, then he was just going to get a ride with one of his friends that he was going to go to this after party with. And then I, I wouldn't get, get to kiss. see him. No. <laughs> I mean, you that's tough. That's tough. Well, that he hasn't told me that part of the story yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so what ended up happening was he was very insistent. He did not want to go to IHOP with, mm. with my girlfriends and I. And so he went to that after party, which apparently sucked. And he missed out on a dope ass kiss from me, so Damn. sucks to suck. And yeah, 
And that's the end of the story. Yeah, that's, that's the end <laughs> of the, the prom era. That's the end of our prom era. And um, by the way, she told me this like two and a half years after we started dating. Oh, like this whoa. wasn't like a week later. She was like, you fumbled. Like, you, like I was going to do this like two and a half years later. She was like, yeah, you remember when you did that? And I was like, yeah, I don't know if that was like the right call. And she was like, it you was. don't know how wrong you were. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, now this is great. Anyways, to, to wrap up the story of like us meeting and, and like what, what started it all from us. So like after prom mm-hmm. and getting rejected the first time, mm. me and my infinite wisdom was like, cool, I just have to try harder. Uh, um, double down. And respect. so like post prom, like, you know, prom, prom's in April. And then for seniors, like we don't have final exams. Once yeah. APs are over, they kind of just like let us lose till, till grad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was putzing around school the entire time. And so basically I just took that opportunity to like spend every like free moment I had. Like I just like, bug her or you know she'd be like studying for whatever and i just like sort of pop into a room and just like annoy her for a little bit um every so often and so like obviously we kept talking we were still friends um and then i asked her again and she said no again Mm. um and then the last day of classes for me like I was about to head home and uh like we were And like I still had AP exams. And or she I still just had maybe just finished. Yeah. I just finished, I think. Yeah. So it was this is like three days before graduation, like, like three or four days before graduation, like last day of classes. Um we were just like sitting outside uh in like a little courtyard area. And she hits me with like the words that to this day, like I, I don't think I'll ever forget because this like was the most like infuriating and satisfying moment of my life. She goes, like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking like <laughs> we hang out a lot and like we do like, you know, like we like spend so much time together and like, like maybe like, you know, like I think we're like, we should just like label it. Like, like I think we're just like dating now. And I like distinctly remember being like, there's no shot. There's no <laughs> shot. This is what she's saying right now. But in the same token, I was like, yeah, I've been one. It I'm worked. chilling. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, and wow. so that's, that's how we official, officially started dating. But yeah, so that was this. This forever remains my like biggest persistent victory, uh, in that regard. So after on the third time, I finally got the yes, and then everything else sort of cascaded from there. But, yeah. So then know. he went to Duke. I finished up high school. I went to UNC. Mm-hmm. Then he moved up to Washington D.C. I stayed in North Carolina to finish my degree and did research at UNC, um, and then. Uh, at this point we are, we're long distance for, Mm -hmm. I think three, sorry. Yeah. Three years at that point. Then I moved to Oklahoma. So we kind of incrementally got further and further away. (laughs) Um, I moved to Oklahoma in uh, Tulsa and then, um, started medical school there. And so, um, now I'm still in Oklahoma and he is still in, uh, the DMV area. Um, so we're, we're a whopping thousand miles away from each other and then some, um, We've been long distance more than we've not been long distance. Mm. So, <laughs> so well, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. It does suck, but it sounds like y'all are making it work. And I've never heard this side of Rahul, so I'm okay. so happy to hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to hear it. Honestly, yeah, all of my all of my tender tendencies go into mm. this, so you don't oh. get anything else on the other side. Hey, man, it's not for me, so that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. It's not really for me either. <laughs> That's true. She's pretty mean to me. High key, so she's pretty mean to me. Uh, I'm not mean. Right. I just love Yo. hard. Yo, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you do have, like, uh, I guess, adopted member of the family. For those of us uh, on the call, we can see um, somebody behind Rahul right now. 
um, who may also somewhat play into the picture. You want to just uh, introduce them briefly? Yeah, she's conked. Um, <laughs> so uh, a year after I graduated, so right when Sach graduated and a year into moving to D.C., mm-hmm. uh, we adopted Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the decision to adopt a dog was like one that I had made, like I think in college. I was like, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get out of a job. I'm like going to settle myself in somewhere. And I'm like, I'm going to get a dog. And, like, my parents were like, absolutely not. Like, you can't handle yeah. that responsibility. And, like, the reality situation, I couldn't handle the responsibility. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't handle myself to this day. Like, for, forget about handling a dog. But I would, like, I knew I really wanted one. Um, and, like, Arlington is a city. There's actually a lot of dog owners. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I'm getting this dose, like, of everyone else with their dogs. I'm like, I, like, I'm, I'm going to do it. And so, um, Sash came to visits, uh, at a time close to my birthday. And there was, like, we basically just had this entire schedule of, like, a bunch of different, uh, uh, adoption events that we were going to go check out. Um, and so we basically just like hopped in a rental car. And then for like the entirety of the day, we just hopped between like four or five different adoption events. Uh, last one we went to uh, a couple of days before my birthday was at this pet smart on silver spring. Um, and like me, for me, it was like, I like, I'm functionally like shopping, right? Like I'm like observing, mm-hmm. I need to like look at the options, see what I want. And so like every time we went to adoption event, I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet every dog. I'm gonna like show with them for a little bit, assess vibes like learn more about them from the the people who had the who were like handling them. Mm-hmm. And like we get this last place and Sach just like sees Alice and just goes and for 30 minutes did not leave. Mm. And like Alice and Sach hit it off like immediately because like Alice was kind of like growling or barking at like other people that were there. Sach mm-hmm. comes over, not a peep, she just rolls over and then they're chilling. And like me on the other hand, I'm like looking at the puppies over here. I'm looking like, you know, this this German shepherd over here, this people mm-hmm. over here. And I like walked back over to Sasha. I was like, yeah, like that beagle's really cool. Like, I think like, you know, like, I think that's where I'm towards I'm leaning. And, and she literally just like looks at me and goes, no, Alice. And I was like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, got to learn more about Alice and stuff. And, and like to this 25, 30 minutes, and, like Sasha has not moved. Like Alice is like in her lap, like half asleep. And Sasha's like, this is the dog you're getting. And I'm like, you're not here. I didn't know this was your decision, but like, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so talked to, talked to the person a little bit and, Sasha, and we walked down. Sasha was like, I think that's who you need to get. And I was like, okay, fine. Like Sasha grew up with a dog. I didn't. I was like, mm-hmm. I trust your judgment. Right. Uh, like, let's get her. And so three days later on my, like on, on, on the day of my birthday, mm-hmm. um, we bailed on my friends uh, for brunch and went to go pick up Alice. Nice. Um, and quality friends, <laughs> yeah. and like to be fair, these are like my best friends. And I told them I was getting a dog, and all was forgiven. Um, but uh, yeah, so we picked up Alice, and like I immediately just became the like token like millennial like dog dad. Mm-hmm. Dropped like four hundred dollars at PetSmart. Like got her an umpatima toys, the nicest yeah. like Tempur Pedic bed, <laughs> like the largest crate that was there. Like all of it, right. Um, and then like, you know, we brought her back and she was incredible. And like the thing about Alice, I think that's the reason that I actually think that I've enjoyed having her so much is like, she's like the lowest maintenance dog I've mm. ever met. That's right. You know, yeah. she like, she's got a lot of bark, but like absent of that, like she's great with people. She's like great, like outdoors. She loves to like run around. Um, she'll sleep when you like, you know, when you're sleeping, she's like, Got a great temperament, and like mm-hmm. when it comes to days where things are really busy or whatever, like I I can feel very comfortable leaving her at home for like eight nine hours, and she'll be perfectly fine, mm. right? Like I don't have to like really curtail my events specifically to cater to her, um, and it's been incredible. Like it's one of the best decisions I've ever made, 
Uh, and then two and a half years ago, Sach very rudely stole her from me. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're spreading rumors here. We're spreading rumors here. Um, but yeah, so right around the time that Sach moved to Tulsa uh, and about like six months in, uh, we were talking and we were like, you know, Alice is getting a little bit older. We adopted her when she was, when they told us she was like four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, like, We think we, she might be a little bit, she might have been a little bit younger, but like she's getting a little bit older and like, wasn't really the biggest fan of like elevators and like meeting mm-hmm. other dogs in closed spaces. And so Sasha's like, I got a house out here. I have a fence like for me and like as someone who's like living alone at that time, like I like it, it would make me happy to have a dog, like a dog. Mm-hmm. And like, because Alice is so low maintenance, like it doesn't really interfere with like her ability to do school stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, January of 2021, we, we took her to Tulsa and she's basically been there ever since she's with us now because Sasha's in the area for, an internship, but she now is officially uh, a Tulsa girl, uh, which is honestly a homecoming for her because the shelter that she originally came from was in Tulsa. Oklahoma. Oh, that's Whoa. crazy. So, yeah. So that is crazy. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there was like a flood in the, in the uh, shelter she was at oh. um, in Oklahoma. So then this company, which shout out to lost dog, uh, is it lost dog and rescue, right? Yeah. Lost uh, dog they, and Yes, and they um, they kind of shipped out dogs to different places mm-hmm. where they could the shelters could accommodate them, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. happened to be in Silver Spring that she went to, and uh, we ended up they didn't even have her for a week, and we kind of picked her up, we scooped her mm-hmm. that 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 week, and so um, it's funny how life comes full circle for her at least. <laughs> yeah. So, but she loves the open air. She loves um, running around. Her favorite toy is just a stick like a branch from the backyard. <laughs> so she's, she's no, super low She's got the hedgehog now. Shout out to my mm. friend Priya. She, she uh, gave her a hedgehog and that's literally, I think she likes the hedgehog more than me. Um, <laughs> it's, her it's, it's her favorite. So yeah. now whenever we see a hedgehog, like a toy hedgehog, we, we kind of gravitate towards it up. and grab it for her. We just pick up hedgehogs everywhere now. Nice. So. Yeah. I got to meet Alice once. She's a very sweet dog. Yeah. I'll bark, no bite. Yeah. I had this really great interaction with the neighbor the other day where I said, all bite, no bark. Oh, gosh. And I was like, that's, that's not it. That's, a, not that's a... Run it back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let's just, like, erase the last minute here and, and try that again. Uh, but, yeah, she's incredible. She's, she's super, super great. Um, and it's honestly, it's been nice to, to have a dog. And, like, while yeah. I think it allows me to be... Like, at least while I, while I had her, like, sort of was an excuse to remain, like, a little bit of a homebody in certain senses. But, like, mm. having her around was definitely, like, one of the things that made going through the pandemic a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, like, during that time as well, I was living with three other guys, like, at a townhouse in, in Boston. And so she had a bunch of space and everything. And, all like, all of them love her to death. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever, like, when Sasha was coming to D.C. for her, her internship, like, everyone else was like, oh, that means Alice is coming. And so, like, that was kind of, like, the... It stung a little, point. but I understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone loves having her around. Like uh, Emmy, who's who's also been on the podcast and was mm-hmm. part of that friend group from from VTech. Uh, mm-hmm. She actually watched Alice um, while we were uh, away this past weekend, and um, like I think Emmy, like she like likes Emmy more than me now. Like I'm fully convinced. Like things that Alice has never done before, she did <laughs> with Emmy. Like didn't bark, played with other dogs, like let abundance of people pet her, like was the mascot of a yard sale. Things that, like, in a million years she had to do. was like, yeah, we did all this stuff. And I was like, there's no chance. Uh, but yes, Alice is definitely a, a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah, she's a she's a great dog. But you talked about her going back 
to Tulsa as uh, two people who have never been lived, visited. What the hell is How do you know like? I have it, man? Haran, have you been to Tulsa? It's because I have it. I absolutely okay. have it. But you just, <laughs> assumed that for me. It was, it was just a really logical assumption. Okay. Uh, what is Tulsa? So what, what is Tulsa? What, what is Tulsa? Uh, what school is in Tulsa? What hmm. medicine? What medical school? Uh, and how do you like living there? All those questions. All great questions. So Tulsa is amazing for me. Um, Tulsa is in the sort of northeast northeastern portion of the mm-hmm. state. There are two main cities, Oklahoma City, which is the capital, right. um, which is more southwest. And then there's Tulsa, which is more northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the two main hub cities, I would say, of the mm. state. Um, they are the most developed and I would say the most, most progressive in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in Tulsa. There are two main schools in Tulsa. There is um, OSU or Oklahoma State University. Mm-hmm. Center for Health Sciences, which is where I'm a student. I'm mm-hmm. a medical student. I will be starting my second year in just a couple weeks. Um, and there is OU, or University of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, and they have a Tulsa campus. And okay. so um, that it, those are the two campuses that are the main campuses in Tulsa. Those are the main schools, and, in, and even in um, Oklahoma City, OU is their main campus mm-hmm. that is in Oklahoma City. Um, other schools that are present in the area, so OSU, um, we have our main campus is in Tulsa, and then we have a rural campus in Tahlequah, which is about, I think, an hour Whoa. and a half away. I haven't had a chance to go there, but there's about 50 students in our class that are in that other mm-hmm. campus. And um, it's a brand new campus. It's super beautiful from all the pictures I've seen. I'm excited to just sort of visit there at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of awesome like hiking opportunities and whatnot um, in the nature over there. Um, So that's kind of the uh, landscape of sorts. Um, Tulsa itself has a super cool scene. Um, It kind of reminds me of a cross between maybe like Durham, North Carolina, and maybe Asheville, North Carolina, I would say. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you compare it to undergrad. Yeah, so I would say Durham and and Asheville combination would probably Hmm. be how I would characterize it. Rahul, you've visited a few times. You, I don't know if you have a different vibe associated with it but um so that's that's kind of the the way i would describe it if if Mm -hmm. anyone has been to either of those locations or both um lots of cool breweries over there um there's turkey mountain so you can get your hiking needs um from there and what else there's of course the schools and so pretty Mm -hmm. much that's my main home i I pretty much spend most of my time on campus (laughs) um because med school is a lot um but there's a lot of cool other things. There's lots of like gym facilities, really cool mm. eateries in the area as well. Um, and they have the BOK Center, which is where lots of performers come. Um, mm. We've had like Justin Bieber and a whole bunch of people um, come through. So, so that's um, another another feature that that Tulsa has to offer. We have the drillers and the oilers for the respective mm-hmm. sports teams, sports sports. Um, I'm not a big sporty gal, but that's that's on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's that's like the gist of tulsa mm-hmm. um yeah it's pretty good sell, like, honestly <laughs> i don't know if you guys have you guys ever been to houston no unfortunately i want to go yeah. you've been to dallas i've not been in texas actually so. i've been okay. to austin like 15 years ago like that, that doesn't help at all 
Tulsa is like what Houston, what I imagine Houston was like 15 years ago. Before all the traffic came. Yeah, right. Like I, th- like, I think it's like it's a up and coming metropolitan that still mm-hmm. retains its like Midwestern, like genteel vibes. Mm, okay. like, I, I really, really like it out there. Like on top of the fact that, you know, Sacha's friends are, are all super, super cool and super, super dope. Like it is like genuinely a very easy city to live in. Like mm. you can like suburbia and like the city are like 11 minutes separated. Okay. Like, you can get in the city. They've got great breweries, great bars. Uh, they've got good food and like if you pick any one of your like three any three cardinal directions you can go yeah. 30 minutes outside the city and you're on water you're in the mountains or like you're in flatlands mm. um and so like whatever your heart desires like you kind of can get it with a fair degree of ease uh not to mention that it is like radically cheaper than dc <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like the only thing I heard ever heard about Tulsa, Oklahoma, and like mainstream was uh, it was mentioned in Friends. I'm like, I remember because like yes, uh, when Chandler goes for the job. Yeah, yes. yeah that's the only thing I knew about Tulsa, Oklahoma <laughs> for like my you, whole man. life. That's amazing. <laughs> Friends is like my She's favorite TV show. So. A big Friends fan. <laughs> I, love I used Friends. to be, I used to be a big Friends fan growing up, and then I feel like it, too many people were like were like rating it really highly. It's a oh, really good show. It's a, a very good show. Hipster. No, I'm not a hipster. I'm not a hipster. Damn. I don't. I don't know. I just. I think I heard about it too much. That like my. I watched it back, and I was like, it's not as good as I remembered it to be. But it was like my mm-hmm. first ever like, I guess mature comedy growing up, and I, it has a special place in my heart. Fair enough. I've watched all ten seasons. Ten times. Four times. Okay. All right. Dramatic. Four times. <laughs> yeah. And then I've watched reruns. You know, on Nick at Night. And Nick at Night. Yeah. 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 But uh, I do love that show. And I'm yeah. the kind of person that I watched it the first time for like just the jokes and whatnot. But I actually enjoyed watching each character mature like progression over the course like, yeah. of the That's seasons. Fair. And so I actually like my favorite character is Rachel. And I have a reason for it, you know. So mm-hmm. so most people think she's not really that funny. And so therefore like, she's not the best character. But I think she shows the most growth. She goes through a lot, to be honest. She goes show. through so much. So I think mm-hmm. I think she's that's why she's my favorite character. So. Fair enough. Um, Shit's Creek also. Oh, it's on my list to watch. I haven't seen that. Oh my god! Just drop everything you're doing. Log off. I'm getting on the podcast, guys. Yeah, (laughs) it's been real. So good. So good. I've heard. I've heard only good things about that show. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's fantastic. They do such a good job with it. I was like crying in parts, laughing. I was laugh crying. It's great. It's great. Speaking of uh, like things you're passionate about, um, so there was one time that. I had some friends over, you know, it was Rahul Saj, Emmy, as, as who's been mentioned, Anuj, you know, all the people who've already been mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> we, all came over, we all had a nice uh, dinner night here. Um, but one of the first things, this is my first time like meeting Saj, like actually. And one of the first things she said to me, she asked me what my favorite cuisine was. And she was like, there's a wrong answer. And she's like super passionate about this correct answer. So hold on, I want to ask you, uh, <laughs> give me your three favorite cuisines. And I want her to be able to judge you on them. Wait, can yes. I like is home food kind of like does that count? I feel like that's kind of like I think home food other than like Indian or like Sri Lankan food. Can I say that or is that like if you're going out to eat? Going out to eat, okay, fair enough. Um, going out to eat, I think I'll I'll still put like North Indian food out there. Uh, so stuff on there. Uh, squat, huh? Rep. Squat. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like at home, I eat like South Indian food, so like to have North Indian food, even though also like, banger. it also it. Banger. Messes up my stomach most of the time, but it's, <laughs> it was usually worth it. Uh, so that's up there. I would Total say. side note, by the way, Ron, we went to the temple 
like a couple weeks ago mm. and I got lemon rice for the first time Ooh. in like six years, I actually cried. <laughs> um, I may or may not have like choked on it, but that's, that's a personal problem. But like, yeah, I, I always get the lemon and the so tamarind rice from the temple. Yeah. It's just bad. Too good. Too good. Uh, okay. Um, so North Indian food, I feel like I could be biased and just say a bunch of like a lot of Asian food is really good. Like I, I would put, don't homogenize Asian cultures, dude. No, no, no. But, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say like I told you she's passionate about this. You gotta have it right in. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a Malay and Singaporean combine that into one cuisine because that's my home cuisine. So that that food and um Mexican Mexican that that'll be my three answers. Mm-hmm. So what's the right answer? Because you told me there was a right answer. There is a right. Wait, answer. what's the wrong answer? You said there was a very wrong answer, right? No, I said there was a right answer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I have the perspective that there is a very wrong answer. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what the wrong answer is. The right answer is Thai. Always Thai. Yeah, Thai is, Thai is, yeah, Thai is good, too. I feel like maybe maybe I'm hipster, and then I feel like everyone says Thai, mm. so that's why I don't want to mm. say Thai. Yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a big contrarian. I'm a, I'm, hey, if you guys don't know me, I'm a, like, probably the biggest contrarian you'll ever meet. This so. guy is a fucking yeah. dickhead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm a contrarian, not a dickhead. It's just, you can be both. But it's, different. it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's <laughs> different. Wait, so what's the wrong answer? Yeah, what is the wrong? Oh, answer? French. Uh, French. Oh, yeah, that's oh. yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I've had French food. It's not Korean. But like, but like, to be fair, I actually don't think such like you and I haven't really had like Malay Singaporean food. Oh, dude, yeah. it, it's probably it's my good. favorite food it's of good. all time. It, it's it's goaded. You got a restaurant like in Nova? No, just go to our uh, Hey, go to my house. Look, look, listen, bro. It was going to be your parents bro. that one time, but I do not know them like that. Nah. Like, Christian, if you go, I'll yeah. come with you. Okay, yeah, yo, we, let's get some Migo Rang in this bitch, bro. It's going to be fire. I'm down. I am down. There, there's one called Makan in, I think, DC. I believe. I've heard of this place. I I, yeah. I haven't been, but my sister, and my mom have been. And they said they said it's very good. There's one in Arlington that's not that great that I've been to recently. Um, that's the one I mean, okay, as in, as in, like I'm sure it'll still be good, but like, I guess like as someone who's like has ate the food at like in like Malaysia Singapore before, like it doesn't like compare that well. But I heard the one in DC is pretty good. Have you um, heard of Jiwa Singapura? Yeah, that one's hella expensive, and that one my my mom and dad have been to that one. They said that one's good, but not worth the price. Oh, my company's paying. We're going for lunch. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a promotion uh, lunch for some for parts of the team. So as long as I'm not paying, bet. Cool. About to try some Singaporean food. Thanks. I went from, hey, Sash, let's go together to, oh, my company's paying. <laughs> I'm down to go twice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I eat. Okay? It's fine. I know I my eat. place. I know my place. It's fine. But I just wanted to put you through that a little bit as we as we continue <laughs> the 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 hobbies talk. Um, Rahul's got a really cool hobby, and it's not even just a oh hobby; Lord. it's a side hustle um, so that has uh, blossomed in the last few years. Just take us through this. I, honestly, I just think it's a business at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it definitely. But remember earlier when he said he was like kind of nerdy. Like, let's just remember that a little bit as well. Mm. Look, I'm not kind of nerdy. I'm like actually hella nerdy. Yeah, I wanted you to like, say, not me. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. look, listen, I, like, I, I know, I know where I'm at. Um, but yeah, so um, like growing up, 
Uh, I like I I think like a bunch of kids who whoever got into this stuff like I I watched and played and collected Pokemon Yu Gi Oh cards, mm-hmm. um, and like that was you know uh, one of my more predominant ways of like engaging socially with a bunch of friends, um, and it was also one of the ways that like I basically when I was growing up, uh, my mom. When my mom would go to work, I would go to like a quote unquote like nanny's house, but like she's basically family now. So like I call her like in English terms, like my grandmother, like mm-hmm. my godmother, sorry. Uh, and so her son was also one of the, and her son's like a couple years older than I am. He's the one who got me into it when I was younger. Um, and so obviously when I was younger, like I, I didn't really like care about the collecting aspect as much as the mm. like, it's the show, it's the cards are cool. Like I didn't like yeah. treat them particularly well, which is kind of to my like absolute embarrassment now. But like, mm. um, but yeah, so it was like a big part of my childhood was like watching those shows and, and collecting stuff. And then I like got, went into like, like high school and, and college. And, and obviously that stuff took a complete backseat. Like didn't, didn't even think about it, didn't do anything with it. Um, and then like, you know, during this, the pandemic kicked off and like people were looking for stuff to do and, mm. and, and like, be a part of that they could do from home. And then one influencer who you might know, Logan Paul decided that he wanted to like open up like a base set booster box of yeah. Pokemon uh, on YouTube. And then like the hobby just blew up. Everybody like mm-hmm. suddenly was like all, like all into Pokemon uh, and stuff like that. And like right around that time, one of my other close friends was like picking back up, like playing competitive Yu-Gi-Oh. And so hmm. I was kind of getting it from two ends and I was like, I like, I missed the nostalgia Right. And like, I know that there is, I I was interested in like the behavioral patterns surrounding like a hype based economy. Mm. Right. Like it's not something like for me, I work at a bank, finance, financial trends. They're like fairly analytical. It's fairly, you know, um, like inferences are are very clean. Yeah. Um, But like customer behavior and behavioral hype is not like a market or a market space that I've ever Mm -hmm. really like thought about or or been Mm. able to get into. So I was like, yeah, like, you know, I can approach this cautiously. Like, I'll buy a couple of cards. Like, make sure that, like, I find a way to, like, make money through doing that where I can sustain myself, like, enjoying the hobby. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to get started this business. And then, like, the profits in the business is, like, what I will use to enjoy money. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I had saved up a good amount of money by this point. I was like, yeah, like, you know, like, I'll dabble a little bit uh, into this. And, like, it was, you, I think it was November. 2020 hmm. was like the first time that I bought like some, some cards for the first time in like nearly a decade. And it was like instant waterfall. Like all of the like hit like crack. nostalgia was like all there. And then like, I'm like an adult who has like disposable income yeah, yeah. who like doesn't mind the concept of gambling. So like, it was like instantaneous. I was like, Holy crap. Like I, like this is too fun. And, and mm-hmm. like, that like that mentality wasn't great for starting a business, but it was like really like emotionally fulfilling to get back mm. into this stuff. Like I just like I tossed way too much money at this thing. Like, <laughs> um, and I'm like slowly starting to realize it as I'm like packing up my life uh, for an upcoming move. But like, um, so like I, I I was like deep in it. Like it was like you know adrenaline to the vein type mentality for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm, you know, a couple of grand in the hole here. Like I need mm-hmm. to actually figure out what this is going to look like for me, mm-hmm. uh, to, to make money from it. And so, um, I started by, uh, just sort of like seeing what other people were doing in the space. Like I mm-hmm. was like on Instagram, followed a couple of accounts, just joined a couple of like trade, sell, buy groups. and was just mm-hmm. sort of like seeing what it looked like, trying to understand like 
hey, like, okay, people are liking this stuff now. What are people going to like in a couple of years? Like, what mm-hmm. can I buy at a good price? Like, how can I get into that? And like, slowly but surely that's expanded from just like, okay, I'm like learning to like, okay, I'm like meeting people. Okay, I'm meeting mm-hmm. people and now I'm business partners with people. Um, I like now work with people who have like brick and mortar stores so that I can get access to to items at like a better cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the stuff is like rapidly scaled and, and Christian, you haven't been over to my place in a hot minute, but like my entire living room is just filled with cards. Right I'm now. sure. <laughs> like just like boxes and boxes of the stuff. Um, and like now for me, uh, like the business is now profitable uh, for me, like generally my margins on any given transaction is somewhere in the ballpark of like anywhere from 10 to 25%, mm-hmm. depending on, on how well I'm, I'm able to like do it. But like, um, yeah, I mean, like it's as a hobby, it's, it's honestly been a lot more guilt free now that I'm making money from it. Mm. Like, I don't feel bad spending money and like buying things yeah. to like open and stuff that I know is like going to like necessarily lose money. But like, you know, as a business, it's been really great to like learn and like flex that like entrepreneurship stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everyone talks about the like like the initial sort of like, Oh, this is really fun. Like I'm gonna put my all into it. Like, yeah. I think I'm still in that phase a little bit and I'm kind of like dreading the the, the plateau that eventually comes with it. But mm. I think like being in the space, doing this stuff, it's been a great way for me to like connect with friends who also were like, Oh yeah, this is super cool. Like Sach and I open cards from time to time and that's a bunch of fun. Um, I don't know how fun it's going to be for her when like my inventory starts finding its way to her house. Um, but, but nevertheless, um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of fun and like, I mean, it, it's also like it, the, the con of all of this is like, it's very much like diluted my perspective of like money quantity mm. in like a not great way. Yeah. Um, where like from a business perspective, because like, even though I'm incorporated, um, like my cash flow is 85% for the business and 15% personal. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I'm making deals that are on the magnitude of like a couple of thousand dollars on like a fairly regular basis, mm-hmm. I like forget and like yeah. numbers, very small numbers start showing up on my bank accounts and I get like hyper paranoid for like a week mm-hmm. until it gets a little bit better. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's been incredible, uh, from, you know, an emotionally fulfilling perspective, from a professional perspective, I think that it was like a great conversation point during my business school mm. apps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been dope. And like getting to share it with other people in my life has also been like incredibly fun. I don't have any questions. I'm just so curious about how like the, you do grading, correct? Like card I do. grading. So yeah, yeah. for those that don't know, like grading is just kind of like rating the like pristineness of a card. The condition of the card. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on a 10 scale. And so, Correct. What makes the difference between like a 9.5 and like a 10 or like, how, how do you get to like those minute details, you know? Yeah. Um, so card grading, uh, for, for trading cards is based off of four, four things, corners, edges, surface, and centering. Um, centering is like, you know, the card, like if the card is six by eight, the actual mm-hmm. art is like five by eight by seven. Mm-hmm. And so that five by seven printing, like how well centered is it on the six by eight? So mm-hmm. that's centering. Corners, edges, and surface is like basically measures of the condition of the corners, edges, and surface mm-hmm. of the card. Um, how are there differences? Someone who works at a grading company decided that that's what it was. <laughs> and, and, like, and that's not a joke, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. it is intrinsically subjective. Like I've submitted cards, gotten like a nine out of 10 
cracked the card out of the slab, resubmitted it, got it a 10 out of 10, right? Like it is inherently subjective. And like certain cards, like you, you have like a high degree of confidence that they're going to grade a certain way because you're like, this card is like pristine. There's no shot. This card's like really banged up. Like this is not going to get a super high grade. Uh, but there's a lot of subjectivity to it. And I think that subjectivity is on the magnitude of like hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Mm. Uh, like to give you context, uh, of like how the populations of cards work for, for like a very highly graded card, it's mostly on a bell curve. Mm. So, the percent of tens of the entire graded population is usually somewhere in the ballpark of like 0.5 to 1% of the total like graded population. Mm. Right. And so, and then a nine is actually like 15 to 20%. Mm -hmm. So the scaling of prices from like one number from nine to 10 is like sometimes even like a magnitude difference. Mm. Like I have a card that I just got back, which is $14,000 in a 10 and a thousand dollars in a nine. So like there's there there are those distinctions. So like there 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 are like massive monetary swings associated with that decisioning. So I actually am like genuinely curious. You want to what? Did you get a ten? No, I got a nine. Uh, uh, believe me, <laughs> I I got my grades today, and like I would have been sound like you're losing like a my progress mind. supported school. I got Dude, my that sounds like today. college, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I got like, my grades I, today, and I wasn't happy. <laughs> I mean, I knew there was money, but I didn't know it was fucking money like that. Goddamn. Look, if he can take me out to nice dinners for it, I'm here for it. <laughs> she was going out to nice dinners before I started this, during this. She'll be getting nice so dinners after this. So you're saying I this. can go to nicer dinners. <laughs> I, sure. Whatever your heart desires. Haran, I want you to take a look and guess what the price, what you think the price of this card is. Uh, it's a 10. That's a 10? Well, I'm guessing the price of this card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this price. Like, this is how I give people context for the like borderline the stupidity of, of the hobby. Yeah. So for those that can't see, it's like a it's a it's a poke is it an Umbreon? It's a Pokemon card. It's a Japanese, Japanese Umbreon Vmax uh, alternate art card. A lot, a lot of words there. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not expecting it to mean anything to you, but like, like, yeah. for, for for context, uh. This card was printed two years ago. Like it came out in a set that came out only mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. That set is still in print. Okay. And there are like the, the population on this card is, I want to say something in the ballpark of like three, 400. Okay. So like given that, like, what do you think the card's value is? God, I don't, I feel like I'm going to say stupid, say something stupid anyway. I'm going to just say either the grade to 10. So I'm, I'm going to give it a 5k value. I don't know. Is that Okay. That, You're yeah. actually spot on. Um, yeah so it's like it's like context like that right like when when i talk about like distortion of yeah yeah. stuff like that like i'm holding a stack of one two three four five six so this is 10 slabs that i'm like gonna be selling in the next couple like next month or so Mm -hmm. this is thirteen thousand (laughs) dollars nobody is ever allowed to have rahul's address no matter where he goes nobody's (laughs) allowed to know this man's like moving rico cases out here bro we're yeah, not doing this in reality but but like yeah my point being like there's definitely like a little bit of a distortion effect which mm. has like Im- like impacted me on like a personal level where it's like oh right. yeah dinner's only a hundred bucks like yeah what's a hundred bucks and then like then you kind of like it hits you that yeah. oh fuck it's a hundred bucks yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so but like the, the hobby and stuff it's it's been incredible and like i i will say that like i the one thing that i've had to break habit wise is like i'm a hoarder Mm. right like even there's cards in this stack that like i've made like 100 percent plus return on mm-hmm. 
and like, like I could, sorry, make a hundred percent plus return on, right. and I'm holding it just because I like the card. Like yeah. it's just like I definitely make some optimal business decisions because I'm just like, oh, ooh, it's like so nice, I want it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so I don't think we ever had any. Like we have, we had a friend on recently who's like starting a business with his friend, like he's starting a uh, a pickleball pro shop. Um, oh, that's so dope. We've got some like other friends who definitely have some really cool business ideas and like doing a lot of uh influencing and stuff like that but like that is like one of the craziest things i think i've ever heard like on terms sure. of scale especially in how quickly it developed um yeah. that's that's super impressive um not to follow that up in any way but <laughs> Saj, you mentioned dancing and i didn't i had <laughs> no idea about this at all this was not on our list of things to talk about but you said you were super passionate about it when you were younger do you want to talk about that or a little, or maybe something that some other hobby or yeah, thing, thing away sure. from med school that like, you know, you get some sort of reprieve from? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, I did a lot of dance. Mm-hmm. I uh, started off doing a traditional Indian style of dance called Kathak, uh, which is a traditionally North Indian style of dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I did that for 11 years. I had a pretty grand performance of sorts um, at the towards the end um, of my uh, high school career, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it's called a Rangabunch Pravesh for any of the Indian listeners. Maybe they know what a, a, a Bharatnatyam, yeah, a Bharatnatyam um, Arangetram is. And so mm-hmm. it's very similar to an Arangetram, it's, um, but it's... Uh, it goes in with the intention that as a dancer, um, you have not graduated from anything. Dance is an ever, everlasting mm-hmm. process of learning, and you don't graduate from that the way you do in Bharatanatyam. Um, and so I, I, I did that in high school, but along the way, I also picked up a few other styles, um, starting with ballet. Um, I was super jealous of all my all my friends in middle school. Um, who had just gotten their point shoes. And I was like, wait a second, I, I want that. <laughs> um, and so what started out as a, a point of jealousy ended up becoming a huge passion of mine. So I started off with the most basic of technique. I did ballet in uh, three three years. I got my point shoes, which is like record time, but I really spent so much time mm-hmm. learning the basics and doing my best. Um, and so I did that. I was hungry for more, so I did... Uh, contemporary or modern style dance. I did uh, jazz after that. I did a little bit of hip hop after that. Um, I even took tap after that. Um, So I I just kept collecting them. I had so much fun doing it and I was afforded um, the opportunity to take these classes, which are extremely expensive. And I'm very grateful Mm. for my parents to support me in this, Mm. in this wild endeavor of taking like 15 hours of dance a week. Um, yeah. And so I love, 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 love dance. And and, um, and I wish I had uh, more time uh, and energy to be able to put it towards this passion of mine. Um, mm. Unfortunately, with with um, medical school, I don't really yeah. get the get the chance to do it. But um, but that's that's okay because I'm I've taken to yoga, um, mm. which has been a nice sort of substitute for me in, in the meantime. Um, and I mean, even in college, I did um, I took some dance classes um, when I was like done with all my credits, and I was just. Mm-hmm 
goofing around and, and doing nothing really, uh, finishing out like my exercise credit in my last semester. I had <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, so I took a couple dance classes. I learned how to do like salsa and waltz and mm. um, tango and all those uh, social dances, which were really fun. So I got to add that to my bag of, of dance goodies. Um, and I also competed on a, a, a folk dance team. Um, it was called Tar Heel Ross. Um, and so we, we competed across the country. Um, and that was, that was super fun for, for the couple of years that I got to be a part of that. Um, but yeah, so now I do, I do hot yoga. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. It's mm. a great workout. It's a great stress reliever for me because of, uh, school and, uh, life. And it's really fun to be able to, to just kind of unwind and sweat and, um, stretch and, and be limber. And I love it. It's, it's a great, um, it's a great I guess substitute for at least the time being to be able to to pursue that. But yeah, dance is my is my one one thing that I I've always done in my life, and it's mm. hopefully get to resume it at some point before I can't dance anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had more to relate to, but uh, you know, Horan and I we're not really the um, best dancers. Uh, no, I don't know. Why you just keep moving me into these things, bro? Morning. You don't even know. Okay, me. are you a great dancer, Horan? <laughs> I'm learning now. I'm okay, I think well, I have. I have improved. Arches, I have bro. improved. I don't know. Yeah, I used to get thrown. Better. I used to get thrown into dances like for like temple performances growing up, and I used to hate it. Um, but as time went on, I, I'm starting to like appreciate dance more. Like I'm definitely. Yeah. I think I'm just. I think I have to get out of my own head when I'm when I do it because I like. I feel like I'm in my own head, and then I limit myself. So like, if I sort of get out of my own, like own head, mm -hmm. I feel like I'll be better. But yeah, yeah that's so true. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, when I was growing up. So part of part of traditional Indian dance is uh, it's called abhiman abhinay. That's what it's called abhinay, um, and abhinay just means facial expression. Mm. Um, Gathak is a, a dance style that tells a story. Gathak comes from the word gatha, which means story. And towards the end of my um, time learning in pre in preparation for the performance I did, I had to learn this abhine, which was really hard for me. I had to pretend to be angry. I had to pretend to be um, shy. She and I had to, yeah. So well, actually it's funny. I, I had to do, I had to do all those things where I was really angry for whatever reason. Or, and I had to create these scenarios. And this is very fresh into mine and Rahul's relationship. This is in high school. Right. Mm. Um, and I, created these scenarios in my head with Rahul to be able to convey mm. these messages authentically. Um, and I had told him that afterwards, um, which I don't know how he felt about that, but, but I, I created all these scenarios in my head and I, I somehow made all the facial expressions I needed to for the nice. purpose at hand. But, um, she it loves is a, creating scenarios where she's mad at me. If that's, yeah. if that's the takeaway from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still, I still create this. Actually, he creates those scenarios now. It comes naturally to me now, but, um, <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um but yeah so he's uh he was uh, uh he played an integral role in my ability to do that so you're right though being in my head hmm. was really difficult for me to do that but as soon as I kind of let go of oh okay what are people gonna think and I just sort of went with the flow it's, it's a lot easier mm -hmm. so so I get that yeah maybe by like our, our like fourth fifth wedding like we'll be like wedding professional uh, dance professionals but he's not saying like our own wedding by the way guys some like no no faith in us. <laughs> sorry 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 no haran and i like uh being asked to perform at our like fourth or fifth wedding yeah we'll, there be, you go. Got it. we'll be average dancers by that point 
Perfect. Perfect. We'll keep you all in mind for the performances. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have said that. Uh, (laughs) We've got two more quick things to hit on. One, I know Haran is very passionate about. Um, We we talked earlier about how uh, Rahul was a jack of all trades, high school, college. Uh, Do I have it correct that you both played club basketball and club tennis? I didn't play club tennis nearly as actively. Like I, I kind of did it very sporadically, but yeah, I did play club ball. That is, I don't understand. Aren't they at the same time? Or no? no I guess basketball is winter, tennis is spring, sport. But so, how? First of all, how did your body not break down? Um, <laughs> how did you mentally not break down um, while still, you know, doing full class load and everything? And, uh, you know, I see you hit the tennis ball, man. You know, which one, which sport do you think you're better at now? Ooh. Oh, basketball. Ten, mm. A million, a billion times. They went through really bad at tennis. So. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I am really bad <laughs> at tennis. <laughs> look, look, Haran can actually do it because man actually just runs circles around me the entire time. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just bad. Like, like candidly, I post-college, I did not keep the best shape. Mm. Um, but like in college like it was basketball and and sports was like quasi like my number one and a half priority yeah like i would skip studying i'd like get out of class early to go like play basketball like six days a week every week i pissed off Sacha on more occasions that i can account he's like you want to do something now i'm at the gym like you want to do something (laughs) Now I'm going to play ball. Um, mm. And so, like, I developed on that. Like, I, I spent a lot more time playing basketball than I did tennis. And, and the other thing is, like, for me, tennis, I had, like, a rotator cuff injury oh. that I that I got in high school that, like, I was slow to come back from. Mm-hmm. And, like, I lost a lot of my, like, base level capabilities after mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm I'm definitely a lot, especially now because I I also play basketball when I play tennis. Yeah, like I, I definitely yeah. think I'm better at basketball than tennis. But as far as like how did it not like how did I not like break down mentally or physically like yeah, club at Duke is like very 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 low key. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's one of those because so much effort goes like Duke's known for its basketball program. Right. But it's still an academic yeah. institution, Fair, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it it doesn't really get the like could have been d3 mm. player type people in mm. the door mm. right so like the the level like it was pro it was hard to field 11 for travel games wow yeah like it, it like because people like it was never anyone's like number one priority true so and and so club was not like a serious thing like i feel like a lot of people oh my god you play club at duke and i'm like it's not that big a deal i showed up at the gym like twice a week you know like it's, it's like it's not really all that the thing that yeah, i think is a little bit more cool that i didn't do but that like my friend guhan did uh was he was on the practice squad for the women's team yeah mm-hmm. so i think that was a lot cooler uh i never tried out for it odds are i probably wouldn't have gotten it but like i think that's really cool like they, they basically just like scrimmed with mm-hmm. uh, the women's team i think that was super dope yeah we had a friend that did that uva yeah yeah wait i thought i mean i don't know much about club but i know at tech it was pretty competitive right bro it was hella competitive bro that's what i heard sometimes there's a rumor this is unconfirmed this is just hearsay probably but there's this dude that nobody would know he's definitely in his like 40s that would show up to one of our two gyms at tech and would like scout 
like runs. I had a friend that we kind of the way you talk, like we live at the gym a lot and he'd be like, yo, that dude, like he's here all the time. He never plays. He just like sits on the sideline, like fucking polo shirt, like cross his arms and just watch people. Like (laughs) there was some rumor that he was like a a club team scout because obviously I don't think we had walk-ons at tech even um, for basketball and Club was hella competitive. They travel everywhere. Like there were always like some shit going on. Like I knew through my work, like I knew a lot of like athletes, like scholarship athletes. Yeah. But the club athletes, man, they were super low key, but like they were always like traveling and everything still. Like, yeah, it was hella competitive. Yeah, I heard I heard club soccer was also hella competitive at Tech mm. too. So I talked to some people about it. Club club basketball at Duke was was not that. Like in the slightest, right? Like, it, like I mean, it's just like it's a reality check, right? Like yeah. you've got a phenomenal basketball program, but like, it's as a school, it's not known for right. like it's it's not a public school, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's not really That's, attracting like athletic talent yeah. Yeah. outside of like the actual scholarship based program. Mm. Um, and all of our walk ons were like just sons of famous people who were at the school. Like I don't think we really had like a mm. unknown walk on at the time. So. Yeah exactly um but yeah so like it was it was super low-key like it's not like the, oh he played club it was like oh amen he played club. it's a, it's a, it's the title that's all that matters you know that's fair look uh-huh. listen, you both see me play basketball you know there ain't nothing special there hey <laughs> hey the fundamentals are pretty strong though i'll say that i hope so i've been playing this game since i was a kid that's <laughs> fair <laughs> But to, you know, something Han, I was going to say Ron's passionate about is, is he's got some like crazy, I guess they're not crazy. They're kind of mainstream now, but you got tennis takes. I don't know how, how close you still follow tennis. Um, but Ron, you want to like disperse your Wait, propaganda. I, I, tennis into the, takes? I don't have takes. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll what's say your that. fucking viewpoint on the fucking dickhead, bro? Come on. Okay. I'm a huge Novak Djokovic fan. Um, cool. Which, the, that's a, that's a normal response, Christian. That's what normal I mean. Say. Like he's. Like, widely considered to be the best player he's ever played. Yeah. Right? Like, he's going to break the, the Grand Slam world record. I think he has broken yeah, the Grand yeah. Slam world record. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't think that's a hot take. Like, that's just, like, <laughs> like, it, it, like the worst that is, like, you're a bandwagon fan. But, like, I don't think you can really be, like, a bandwagon tennis fan. Like, not it's enough about, people watch tennis it's about, it's about <laughs> for the, you to be, like, a bandwagon it's, fan. I've been a fan since, like, 2013, 14. That's, I guess that's when, that's, that's, but to be, that's when he was coming up yeah, more. Yeah. I, don't, also, yeah. I don't have a problem with you, like, liking him as a tennis player. Because he's obviously dominant and, like, you know, is really successful. He's morally such a fucking piece of shit. Yes. He's, had, he's had a very bad, like, two years off the court. Okay, um, that's, that's, that's a very very PR way of saying that. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like yeah, like, I don't, know, I wouldn't, say I disagree, I agree with all his, his things he's done off the court, but I, I, I don't let that take away from everything he's achieved on the court. I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, and I feel like he's also been punished pretty fairly by the ATP, by the Tenth Federation for his stances or for like for COVID, of course, and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, that's basically he served his time, way. I guess, is my point, and he's he's still come out on top for the most part, which is pretty remarkable i guess so yeah it's like always like because i mean like Satch being in med school stuff definitely is like has like a very strong and scientifically sound opinion on like covid and vaccinations mm-hmm. and stuff and so i know that like things like that like Satch, i don't know if you know but like basically he's not vaccinated yeah like he was held out of a bunch of tournaments because he refused to like be vaccinated <laughs> for like i think the australian open yeah the u.s open and stuff and so yeah. yeah i mean like i think like my my take on this is that like if if your compensation is high because you are in the public eye, so like actor, athlete, entertainer, right? 
it is like you have a societal responsibility to be held to a higher standard. Yeah. Right. Even if, like, even if you I, don't want it, like it, that even just if you comes, it comes with it. Right. Yeah. It comes yeah. with territory. Like you, like it is your responsibility. Like no one's looking at Fauci and being like, that's my hero. <laughs> but there's millions of people looking at like LeBron or Djokovic or Nadal. Mm-hmm. We're like, that's my hero. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck about that vaccine, but I don't give a fuck about the vaccine. Like, yeah, it, 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 yeah, that's fair. And so, like, I think that, like, the, that, those sort of things, right? Like, for example, like, I, I do not like Kyrie for the, the garbage that he thinks is okay for him to say. Like, like that, that's like, that's my take on Duke people. Ugh. <laughs> Look, I'll, listen, I cannot, in good conscience, on a public forum, state that like. I'm not a Duke fan. Like I am. I went to the school. There's like an innate sense of pride there. But yeah. like, yeah, if you can go to Tyler Hansborough, man, and he's he's proud of it. I love Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> That's the dude. That's the guy. But like, you know, UNC's a better track record in the NBA. Like I could go on, right? Like Duke people, bro. It's that Duke difference, as Sanch likes to remind me. It's that Duke difference, baby. <laughs> I say that ironically. I usually say that when something stupid comes out of like a Duke student or like a mm. Duke alum's mouth. I usually say it then. Ugh, it's like my subtle dig well. at Duke students. <laughs> it's okay. That's probably how people at UVA view tech, so I can't really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. comment too much on that. Um, but we got one more quick little thing to hit on. You mentioned it really briefly, Ruffle, is that you are moving. You are moving to Chi Town now. I am moving. Tech, I don't know. Is that closer to Tulsa? It is. Okay. Same Let's time go. zone, baby. We're making it. We're making Same it. Same time zone. That, that actually is kind of huge. That is kind of huge. Yeah. Maybe for you, because you're three hours away from me right now, but like one hour. I mean, you, y'all know better, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to line things if that's, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. I'm going to ask Sach first because, you know, it's going to affect her a lot more than it's going to affect you. How are you looking forward to Rafa moving to Chicago? <laughs> I am excited that we are actually moving closer to mm-hmm. each other, <laughs> closer in like quotes because mm-hmm. that's still an eleven-hour drive. <laughs> but but it's a direct flight. Oh, and that's oh, nice. That is big, that no is layover. Big. Let's go. Yeah, so that's <laughs> nice. I will take it. Uh, granted, there is a direct flight Tulsa and um, DCA, mm-hmm. but it's only like once, and it's like night mm. and it's really expensive so mm. tulsa to chicago is way more way more better way more better and there's two and airports there too you know you got, you can... yes precisely so um in that sense it's it's a screw o'hare for having the three letter ord some of the airport abbreviations are kind of wild freaking orlando ord that's orlando sorry continue <laughs> what is orlando mco or- Oh, MCO? MCO. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it should make no sense, bro. No. Yeah, anyway, sorry, continue. No, that's fine. That's you know, that's a valid point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so in that sense I am excited. Um also second year of medical school, at least mm. at OSU, is a little bit more quote unquote relaxed. Um, mm. because exams are every other Monday, as opposed to first year, it's every Monday. Okay. Um so in that sense I will have theoretically a free weekend in which I have a little more time to go do things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so traveling is something that I saw a lot of the second years ahead of me, so now third years ahead of me, um, doing in their free time. And Mm -hmm. so I see myself also being able to partake in said fun. 
And so um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I get to see him a little bit more frequently um, mm-hmm. and he and I can do. And I, I'm hoping that I, you know, when he makes some new friends um, at his new fancy school um, that he's going to be attending, that I'll let him speak on, um, that I get to meet them the way he's so graciously met my friends and, and befriended them too. So I'm hoping to, to do that as well. Yeah, big Kellogg guy, huh? Kellogg. I don't know about big, um, but yeah, no, uh, definitely super blessed and and excited to be going to Kellogg um, for business school. Uh, I'll be going part-time, so I'll be working while going Mm -hmm. to school. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I think, uh, like, a couple of things that, like, a lot of this brought back into perspective was, like, one... Like my move to to Chicago is very much so coincided with basically 80 plus percent of my friend group leaving DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the reason that the context matters here is like, I forget, like I'm older than both of you yeah. by like two years. Like I, I, God, I, I very, damn. yeah. Two years. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but like, it's, it's real, right? Like it's, it's like, I, you know, a lot yeah, of yeah, my yeah. friends from my year, they've already left, right? Yeah. Like me and my roommate being the exception. Um, but yeah, so it's like people are leaving. Like it was, it was time for me to make a change. Right. Um, moving closer to Sasha is obviously like a big perk. Uh, and the, like, the direct flights are obviously a big perk. Uh, but like, I, I think like going to business school, especially part-time and, and, and being in a new city, it's like, it's an unknown commodity in mm-hmm. a way that like I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm excited to, to meet people through my program. I'm excited to like meet people at my new office um, out there. Like I'm excited to explore a brand new city. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, all of that's all true, but by the same token, I'm going to be working and being in school at the same time. Yeah. Like I like I don't even know how much time I'm gonna to have to be like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna explore, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And like maybe I have a bunch of time, right? Like maybe I'm overestimating. But mm-hmm. like um I think like like one of the big things that I tend to do with myself, I don't know if it's healthy or not, is like I do my best to like temper my expectations on things mm-hmm. and like I can therefore be pleasantly surprised because mm-hmm. I feel like I experience FOMO to like an nth degree on things mm. like if i'm not there for certain things like or, or like i feel like i'm missing out like that hits me like a little bit harder than it should mm-hmm. like even if i'm having a good time doing something else if i'm like oh i could theoretically do both i'm like fuck yeah uh so it's like it's a brand new city that i'm excited to explore i think i've like only heard positive things about chicago mm-hmm. the only downside is like a very cold very windy winter but yeah. like summer fall weather i've heard is perfection yeah. um I've I think, I think like, it's the best summer city. I, I, yeah, I, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. And so, like, I think it, it's great. Like, from what I remember from going when I was in high school, like, it's a phenomenal downtown, very easily walkable, really good public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I think there's lots of, like, opportunities to do things if I have time for them. And, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I always have my family, like, you know, like the, the friends that I've made uh, and that I've had for so many years. But, like, I'm excited to like make some new friends and, and meet some new people and, and get some new perspective and look sure. forward to it. And like, I think like I will always continue to make like visiting people and stuff a priority, like going out to, to New York where freaking Everybody. 95% <laughs> of our mutual friend group is like in New York yeah. or will be in New York by this fall. Yeah. Or like, you know, coming out to, to the Bay to see Haran or whatever, come back to DC and, and, and hanging with Christian. But like, I think it's just like, it's a new adventure. And like, I think I'm a little nervous about it, but mm. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for something new. Like I'm, yeah. I'm excited to make the most of whatever it turns out to be. Fair. Sure. 
Well, we've covered so, so much in these 90 minutes. Dude, I think this might, I don't know if this is the first time, but we never had, you don't have two new guests on yeah. at the same time. So um, it's kind of uncharted territory. Yeah, but we tried to capitalize on opportunity um, <laughs> as best we could. Hopefully it, it came across as, as such, but. Nah, I feel, I feel bare. Bare. Has now seen a side of me. Hey, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Don't hold, that, doesn't, that doesn't legally hold up in court. That, that, that <laughs> statement doesn't hold up in court. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. That's what I mentioned. We've never had two brand new people on, and I think you guys really broke the seal really well. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was really yeah. fun. Um, it's been great. It's not way like past I was... my bedtime, but... Yeah, that's, also, oh, no. why I, that's <laughs> also why I want to wrap it up. Uh, but, all i'm saying because i want it on the record uh-huh. i wasn't invited on this podcast till Sach was here and i blame christian for that fact i told so, you earlier today <laughs> that, that that was a coincidence rather than a factual thing um, it's okay i guess I'm i guess we'll never know says I, I, guess see we'll, I guess we'll never That's know okay. <laughs> you can tell him the truth you can tell him the truth anyway guys i hope you enjoyed this episode um Thanks again to Sach and Rahul for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to, uh, any positive energy you'd like to share with the rest of our listeners or any good messages? Bad messages too, actually, are welcome. Uh, or sometimes. <laughs> yeah, be hella toxic <laughs> if yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah. Which is totally out of both of your personalities. Uh, but yeah. Final parting words. Parting words. Take chances. I didn't know that I would like to be on a podcast and here we are and I had the greatest time. I came to Maryland to do an internship that I was super nervous about and was pleasantly surprised with my whole summer. Rahul's going to be taking some big chances, moving to Chicago, doing new things, meeting new people. So take chance on life, take chance on others. There you go. God, that was so well said. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, one ever, like, nailed, no one ever nails the final message. But what the hell was that? It's okay. I'll, I'll revert back to the norm here uh, with my parting statements, um, which is minorly just, which is be annoying enough that your friends of your friends decide to make you their friends. That's 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 well my said. lesson learned out of all of this. Well, <laughs> shout out to uh, Harsha for going to be living in the same city as Rahul. Uh, in the yeah, coming months. which by the way, I'm so derelict in reaching out to him for like just general <laughs> advice. Like every time, like Emmy's like, "Yeah, have you talked to Harsha?" I'm like, "No," and she was like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Lazy." Like straight up. I'm going to give you wonderful advice for how to balance. Yeah, stuff. no, I, this, I, this, guy's, I, this guy's I a master of balance. Need to talk to him, <laughs> like to be abundantly clear. He honestly, it is definitely on my to do. Speed running life at this point, man. I love yeah, that. Bro, bro, honestly, goddamn. But, but enough cool. about the guy who isn't here. Let's let's appreciate <laughs> the people who are here. Thank yeah. you guys <laughs> again for coming on. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys for sure. If you guys want to catch up with their lives, you know, we're gonna leave their socials uh, on our Instagram, which is at an interesting discussion. Uh, we can see all of our posts there. We see them. We see some quotes. See some videos. You know, lots of fun time. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Amazon, YouTube, TikTok, you know, wherever you get your shit from these days, we are on there. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Special thanks again to Sacha Rahu for coming through. And we'll see you guys in the next episode of Summer Sessions. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Later.